welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on destructive leadership habits. And yesterday was a really important one. So uh, actually the whole thing's been important. So if you're just now joining us, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the entire series in the very beginning as we have provided a lot of different aspects of, you know, how we can crush uh, organizations, morale, people, and even our, our own children and our, and our household peace by the unrest we can cause through different decisions that we make as leaders and uh, we've, we've been talking about a lot of different things that I've run into, encountered, not only myself, especially in my early years as a leader, and I've been in this now over two decades, but even others that I've seen demonstrate, uh, these can be very toxic and extremely damaging. So let's continue on this list. And the next one that I have here is negativity and emotional unrest. Now, this sounds like kind of an obvious one, and maybe you're thinking, oh, I don't do that. But hang on, because I may share some things that you've never really thought about before, okay? Because it can come at this from many different angles. Now, if you could, say, replay what you're saying to others and how you're coming across, not only just how you're saying it, but your verbal tone, your facial expressions, would you notice that you're a bit more on the sarcastic or snide side, or would you notice that you're more on the kind and and um, you know uh, servant side or the uh, servant leadership side? Okay, um, because it isn't just what you say; it's how you say it. It's how you're being perceived that really matters here. Okay. So you may need to rehearse in front of a mirror or record yourself or something to see how you really sound before you can figure out if this is your problem. Now, um, you know, sometimes we think we're being funny. Sometimes we think we're getting away with, oh, I was just kidding. Um, Sometimes we think that, you know, we had every right to be negative or come across stern because after all, we're the leader. We're in charge. We have to, right? We've got to be in charge. We've got to correct people. But there's a way to do it and a way not to. And if you're constantly coming across negative, and, and especially if you don't realize that this is a real problem, because then you can't fix it if you don't realize it, right? Or if you feel like leading with fear is the solution, and scaring people out of their wits is the best way to, to make them move and do what you tell them to, you're dead wrong. Because what happens is, and, and actually, I've got clients right now that are in my office and telling me about leaders that they work with that think they're all that in a bag of chips. And what they're doing is they're driving people away. And, and in fact, uh, one, one of the people that I work with is, a, is in HR. And all of the team goes to them to, to explain how upset they are and how the leader's coming across. And all they can do is just, you know, advise them to hang in there, you know, and don't take it personal and all this kind of stuff. And this leader thinks they're awesome and they are not awesome, okay? And a lot of, of, of bad things are happening that, that they don't even know about because 
they're too afraid to be approached. I mean, to, to approach this leader. I mean, it's really a horrible, toxic situation. And people start flaking out more and more, and they're not doing their job, and they're going home. They're wanting to go home early. Um, they don't have any. They're not engaged at all. Because, they're, you know, they're just, all they want to do is come in, finish a task list, and go home as quick as possible. They want to get out of there. It's a horrible feeling. And there's bad energy, and there's bad morale, and everybody's feeling bad around them. And, you know, and, and the leader may think they're just wonderful, but they have no idea the kind of chaos and destruction they're causing in their wake of emotional unrest and negativity. So this is something that really has to be resolved. And, and even in households, you know, sometimes we may not think we're being, um, you know, um, sharp or, or curt with our kids, but we maybe are. Or maybe we're just not even giving them a, a, enough attention. You know, maybe they're, they're wanting to tell us something and we're too busy reading our cell phone or checking our social media or watching our favorite movie or our sports game to actually hear, to put it down and actually hear what they have to say. And it's, it doesn't make any difference whether we're talking about households or companies or organizations. The result is always the same, okay? I'll go back to what I said before. People need to know they're valued. They need to know they're appreciated, that, that, they're, that they're allowed to contribute back to solutions and ideas and concepts. They need to know that you truly, genuinely care about them and you're willing to take the extra initiative to care and to show you care. Paying attention to how you offer feedback and how you come across and, you know, your vocal tones, again, your facial expressions, all those are incredibly important in how we manage people. And it's never what you say or what you know. It's how you make people feel. And that's going to be always the case no matter what we're talking about. Uh, so another another piece to this is actually being a know-it-all, Okay. So you can just pretend like you always have the best answer and your way is always the best way and you know best and you know it all and you never even take the time to hear what, what they have to say. Maybe they've got a solution for something on, in the company that you never even thought about that could be one of the best things that's ever happened to the company. It could save you hundreds of thousands of dollars a year if you'll just listen to somebody else and how they have a, an idea or a method to do something that is different than how you do it, okay? Um, know-it-all bosses are... are or, you know, they get frustrated because they feel no one appreciates their way of doing things while they're frustrating the entire team because they're not willing to actually listen to a new concept or a new way of fixing something. So the best leaders are confident leaders that are willing to allow others to rise to the top, to have new ideas, to, you know, give them the opportunity to share those ideas and admit when they don't have the answers and that when they make mistakes and they're wise enough to get more information before they make any decisions, okay, about whether something is right or wrong, something's good or bad, or something is ingenious or stupid, okay? <laughs> and so th these are all things that are just absolutely crucial to uh, a solid leadership where people are going to respect you, honor you, appreciate you, and want to be a part of the team. Okay, well, I went through a lot in a short amount of time, but we'll, we'll probably got maybe one or two left, and then we're going to finish this. This is Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire. Join us tomorrow as we finalize on this list. Have an amazing day.